What's going on, man? Hey, man. How are you? I am wonderful. Um, I got a I got a little bit of a walk in before this uh, outside, and it was uh, it was like kind of hot. It was great. It's a beautiful day. Yeah, I didn't get to. I was late from the office, but uh, I'm gonna walk tonight after this. So. Yeah. Or ride my bike. I'll probably ride bike. You know, uh, okay, guys, for one, my, my brother Andy has a TikTok account, and uh, he did a, a TikTok on, on walking and whether or not that's exercise. What's your, what's your thoughts on that? Uh, is, is walking exercise, or is it more, or do you consider it just like uh, kind of a really healthy thing to do? What's your thoughts? Me, I consider it exercise. Do you? For sure, yeah. Oh, sure. 100%. Um, excuse me all right so shout out to all, all the allergies. all the the walkers out there um let's see here do you have any opening comments before we we get into uh yeah i do have an opening comment i was just when i came home i always i didn't get a chance to read the wall street this morning so um i came home and looked at it excuse me <coughs> excuse me i was just outside the pollen is heavy out there <laughs> gosh sorry um yeah, so I, I came home and I looked at my Wall Street Journal, and I, this is something that I want to show you. Can you see that? Uh, I can. Uh, COVID-19 cases rise in areas once safer. Okay. Yeah, well, here's a couple of things. One, I am treating some COVID now, um, of course, over the phone. I, I think I treated three or four cases today, and there is an uptick in COVID cases. Um you know, the ones that I have talked to have been relatively mild. And some of them, you know, with the previous variant that we saw a month or two ago, it was also kind of light. People didn't lose their taste or smell. With this one, they're losing, they're, their taste is altered a little bit. They don't lose their smell, but their taste is altered. So that's a kind of a consistent with it. But we are seeing COVID pop up. But I, I wanted to mention this because it's interesting. I read about a week ago an article that said that of the people that are getting COVID now, if you've been boosted, you're three times as likely to get COVID as if you have you had no vaccinations and had natural immunity. And these COVID-19 cases are rising in areas once safer. The areas are Maine, Rhode Island, Vermont, Massachusetts, New Hampshire, and Connecticut. And everybody already knows that New York's rising way up there, too. So these are the in Puerto Rico. And these are the most heavily vaccinated and boosted states that we have. And they're the ones catching COVID. So does anybody put two and two together and kind of make a corollary out of that? I'm not going to say a lot because I don't want to get jerked off the air but that seems to me a little odd doesn't it i mean i've seen i've seen so many long codes today you know my mind is just like scrambled because of all the long covid cases i'm seeing today but anyway it's just odd uh and um so you know hey, I, I, do you think like does allergies have anything to do with maybe the uptick you know uh no no, no. zero no Interesting. No, no. These are positive COVID tests. I mean, these aren't allergies. Okay. Um, I'm just you thinking know, you like see more seasonal allergies. Like I just sneezed twice, but um, but no, it doesn't have anything to do with COVID. I 
mean, that's super interesting. You know, it's and, really and, interesting. We didn't see any flu this year either. It makes you wonder too, but, um, so many unknowns. Um, but you know, if you just use your head and use some common sense and put two and two together, fortunately, the people that are calling our office, um, are, are wanting treatment early, which I, of course we're still treating early, uh, with, with our whole gamut. Um, so it's just really interesting, uh, what's going on right now. Um, so there's definitely an uptick in COVID, um, you know, so I, I, we'll I, see. I see some questions coming in about long COVID and I do think we're, we'll, we'll talk a, more about that tonight. I'm sure, especially okay. since it's, it's fresh on fresh on your brain. I'm, I'm seeing that we've got a lot of walkers in here. Uh, I love it. Uh, I love it. I, I, I'm actually a huge fan. Uh, when I feel my Me healthiest, uh, I'm walking quite a bit. We walk every day. We walk every day at lunch. Uh, I'm going to have to put this up here. Uh, the The youngest mall walker in the history of mall walkers is, is <laughs> Katie Gegley. <laughs> yeah, Ernie and I on a bad day will go walk in the mall if it's pouring rain. And Katie came with us a couple times, and she was definitely the youngest mall walker. Ernie and I were the next young <laughs> and we're 67 years old. It's actually, that's what our mall is useful for here in Kingsport. It's walking. That's the, about the only use I see for it. Honestly, Maybe except the pizza place. Honestly, I, I don't think that's bad. I think that's a great thing. You know, like it it's is. a, it's a kind of a, a controlled environment to work in, uh, to walk in. Um, so super cool. Super cool. Uh, all right, what do you think? You ready for uh, for yeah. a few questions? And uh, I'll remind the people who are with us live, we're going to take uh, live questions uh, here in probably around 15 minutes. Uh, so go ahead and, and put those in uh, the comments. Um, all right, let's see. I've got a perfect amino uh, question. And, and this, of course, is um, uh, probably in response to, uh, I think it was last week, we, we talked about protein. Uh, on the Common Sense MD, uh, you mentioned Perfect Amino. Uh, the question is, yeah. I started the Perfect Amino supplement by Body Health, and the serving size is five tablets, which gives five grams of the aminos. Mm -hmm. The recommendation for my body weight and goals, 190-pound male, age 60, wanting to gain muscle, is two servings in the morning and two servings at bedtime. And the question is, do you think this is a safe dose? I don't want to overload my kidneys. I read that too much protein is harmful for the kidneys. Yeah, that's a great question. And uh, certainly too much protein could be harmful to the kidneys. But this is, I found this product, to be, which I take myself, to be very safe. You know, always, any time you're on any medications, if you're 60 years old, 50 years old, you should do, um, every six months, do a blood test. It's a simple blood test to see if your kidneys are getting overloaded. It's rare. Um but, um, uh, you know, if you, if you eat too much protein, usually it just turns to fat. But this, this perfect aminos is just the right amount. So it's, you're not going to get overloaded with protein with this. Um, the thing I do, I take the, the powder because that's a lot of uh, little capsules to take. So, you know, if you, if you work out hard, you may want to double up on it like, um, like you're doing. But, um, you know, say you're, you're running yeah, 10K I, race or, or triathlon, you, you want to double up on it for the day of the race and a couple of days afterwards. Um, but, uh, you know, I just take two scoops a day 
in, in water. And that's what I do. So, so you're not overdoing it, but if you're worried, you know, always get every six months, check a, a CMP, a metabolic panel, dirt cheap, and we'll keep an eye on your kidneys. Um, it seems so. So they're taking five tablets uh, as a serving size. So two. So that's that's a lot of tablets. It's a lot of capsules. You're gonna drink a lot of water, which is good. Yeah. So, um, uh, yeah, I'm, I like I like the perfect aminos. Um, you probably will gain muscle, and probably get a little uh, leaner uh, as far as your belly fat, your visceral fat, but gain muscle. Should probably gain a few pounds, but it'll be good weight. So see how you feel. See if you get less sore and, you know, it's, it's a great, that's the best amino acid supplement I've ever seen. So I like it. All right. Thank you for, for that question. We're going to go to a zinc question here. I have read that too much zinc a day can be bad for the health. I even had a pharmacy person tell me I was taking too much. I only needed, and that I only needed about eight milligrams a day. I take 50 milligrams. Is this, too much you know you have to be anything over 50 or really they say over 100 milligram definitely will deplete your copper you know i think 50 milligram is is fine um but you know the only way to know is to check the level you can check a level in your blood work to see um for sure but um no if, if you take more than 50 you should be taking a uh, another mineral supplement like trace minerals because it could deplete your copper. Um, but if, if there's any question, check your levels. I don't know how much you weigh, but if you're, you know, if you're, if you're really lean, you probably don't need to take more than 30. And I have people that take a really low dose. The only way truly to measure it will be to measure all your minerals, including zinc and copper and boron and magnesium. So I don't think, you might want to drop back a little bit, you know, for sure. When you're sick, you should up it. But um, I've dropped back a little bit to 30 milligrams myself just because uh, zinc makes a lot of people a little bit nauseated, including mm -hmm. me. So um, I take 30. Um, it also helps your immune system. So uh, hope that helps. Take a trace mineral as well if you're taking anything over 50 for sure. Um, I've been, I've been taking 50 for a while now. I, I, I feel great on 50 milligrams. I, I haven't gotten nauseous, um, uh, ever with that, but I do take it with food. Um, yeah. All right. Let's get here. Um, let's see, let's get a, an IGY question. Uh, Dr. Rogers, you put me on IGY to try to regain my taste and smell after seven months of not having it after COVID. Uh, the question is, I have taken the Digest Shield and had to stop it because it gave me severe he headaches. Uh, let's see here if I missed, um, I missed a part of that. Um, and had to stop because it gave me severe headaches. Can you explain the difference between Digest Shield and Microbiome Shield IGY? Uh, Microbiome Shield, of course, um, is the Shield Nutra product that, uh, with IGY in it. Um, and uh, Digest Shield is the co-probiotic. What's your, what's your thoughts on the difference and uh, have you seen the headaches uh, with digestion? I've never seen anybody get a headache with digestion. I wonder if that was coincidental. Uh, I've seen maybe one person have a little bit of loose stools with digestion. They were probably just readjusting their gut microbiome, but I've never seen anybody with a headache because of that. But anything can happen with anything. So 
you know, if you stop it and then start it again, you get a headache. It, it probably was that. But um, Digest Shield was a combination of pre and probiotics, uh, digestive enzymes, uh, a lactose blocker and a gluten blocker and a lectin blocker. So it's to me the complete uh, digestive peel. I've never seen one any, that came anywhere close to it as far as people that have irritable bowel and any kind of gut issue. Um, but digest, my, the, the IGY is completely different. It's really antibodies. Um, you know, we use it for treatment and really sometimes prevention of uh, infections. So it's an antibody. And the IG, it's unlike an IgG antibody in that it doesn't come from mammals. It comes from hens. So they, they what they do, and they transfer it to the egg. Um, so they give this hen a shot, um, exposure to the pathogen, whatever it is, and then they lay eggs and that egg will have immune properties in it against that pathogen. And the use of IGY is going to be incredible in the future. I mean, it, it can actually, it's a hyperimmune egg is what it is in a pill. Um, and you can even take it if you have an egg allergy. Uh, from what I've been told, I've never seen people that have a problem with it. But um, we've used it in a lot of people post-COVID, and it seems to work because in a lot of cases, it gives them back their taste and smell. In one case, within two hours, another case a week. But so, and it's, it was hard to get. Now I have it. Um, it's it's hard to get a hold of. But um, that hyperimmune egg is going to be really important with uh, treating bacterial infections, viral infections, which is what we're using it for. It's parasitic infections. Um, Toxin, you know, overload with toxins, maybe acne. Um, there's all kinds of things that that's going to be used used for, and it's certainly a lot better than, you know, trying to use uh, other mammalian uh, products. So I think it's I think it's going to be big. So we've used it and had pretty good success with it, especially because COVID, you know, gets in your gut. Um, so that's even I, I use a lot of I put somebody today on, on both of them. And uh, so let us know about the headache. That's just really unusual that you would get that. So try it again. If it gives you a headache, then don't take it. Maybe it did cause it. I don't know why it would, but um, people are different. I always believe my patients. So um, try it. But they, they're for two different things. Uh, that's a great question there about digest shield and microbiome shield. Um, let's go to, uh, let's see here. Uh, this is a, a, a test question. Um, and it's, and, uh, with quest labs and let's see here. Have you heard about the gallery multi-cancer early detection test, cancer screening blood test? Uh, this is through quest lab. If so, uh, what are your thoughts? Um, have, have you, have you seen this before? I've heard of it. Our, our lab is a Quest lab. Um, so, yeah, I haven't tried it yet because there's always questions, does insurance pay for it? Probably not, but I need to get a cash price on that. But, yeah, I mean, there are, there are some pretty good blood tests uh, 
of course they it's they labeled as experimental but i think there's some validity to it so uh the jury's out when it when i'm convinced it's a great test believe me i'll, I'll be screening so don't have any experience in the feedback yet on that so and how much it costs etc but um uh there's all kinds of tests out there that are labeled experimental that can uh, check your genetics and determine what type of uh, medicine you may want to avoid. And, uh, and that's a salary test um, through all kinds of classes of medication. And then there's a lot of cancer screening tests. So I'm, I'm looking forward, since we have Quest Lab, to, to kind of finding out uh, if it's going to be practical for our, our use. Yeah, you, you, you talk so much about screening tests, and I know you kind of have uh, your arsenal that you really like, um, you know, kind of based on age group. And uh, the, the one that you talk the most about, of course, is the Cleveland Heart Panel just for preventative purposes, uh, which, and we talked a little bit last week about the, about the, the Alzheimer's uh, APOE gene and, you know, how, like, just seeing kind of what you might, uh, be, uh, prone to, uh, prone to get as you get older is, is good for, uh, determining what you do today. So, uh, super cool question there. Thank you for putting that on our, on our radar. Um, let's see here if I'm missing something, you know, I put this question in and I do not have the links to this. Um, have you heard of the sleep version of the perfect aminos with body health? Something that helps body us health puts out a lot of different, uh, supplements. Um, uh, so I don't know. I don't know anything about that, that particular supplement. I bet you it has melatonin, maybe GABA, maybe valerian, um, L-tryptophan. There, there's a lot of them that, um, but there's, there's an exciting new, uh, sleep product that just came out last week that I'll have to to talk about when I know more about it. Um, it's a prescription medication. It's supposed to help with daytime uh, alertness too. So, you know, which is probably going to work because you can try a bunch of stuff for sleep. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. There's nothing better than good sleep hygiene, but I'm kind of excited about this new product. Um, that we'll talk about. Maybe we'll talk about that next week or something. So, um, you know, I asked, uh, I asked the people with us live, uh, earlier before you got on, if there's any topics that you guys want us to, to, to dive a little bit deeper on, uh, with the common sense. Uh, so, uh, if that's something that you guys want us to talk more about, let us know in the comments today. Uh, we're going to comb through those after the show. Uh, that really helps us actually, uh, come up with with the topics for explain this episodes as well as the common sense MD. Um, all right, guys, we're gonna we're gonna jump into the to the the comments and the people with us live uh, tonight. Um, take questions. So if you have questions for Doc, go ahead and put that in uh, in the comments here. I just, I want to put this up here. Um, we have somebody from Italy today. I think that's uh, oh wow, that's awesome. I wish I was in Italy. Oh, gosh. Uh, Me too. Lu That's the one place I want to go. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Lucille, where where in Italy? Um, my my buddy loves. Uh, I I think he's a. Is it Tuscany or? Um, I know he loved Rome. I, I think he just loves Italy in general. But uh, I don't know many people who don't. Uh, so thank you, Lucille, for uh, hanging out with us tonight. 
Um, all right, let's see. I'm going to find some questions here. Uh, uh, it seems we, we need a few links. Um, if anybody in the background can put a link to um, uh, the CGM from Target, if that's online, uh, we'll put that in there for mm -hmm. Roel. And then uh, there is a, um, uh, a link to, uh, I think it was one of the supplements we were talking about. I'll find it. I'll find it here in a bit. Yeah, I've heard that you can get a uh, Freestyle Libre at Target for 60 to 80 bucks, I think, which is pretty good. So um, Katie can probably find out for you probably. Uh, Thank you, Katie. We put a lot on Katie, but she always comes through. So uh, she, She's know. the best. Shout out to Katie. Uh, Miss, Miss Google, the PM Google for us. Um, if you have any questions uh, regarding anything that uh, we do at Performance Medicine, she is the go-to. Um, let's see here. We've got a question um, uh, from Vicki here. Uh, wondering if you're familiar with Todos Medical and their antivirals. If not, will you research and let us know what you think? Uh, do you Have you heard of this? No. I uh, haven't heard of it, but we'll look, mark that down on our list and we'll, we'll try to find out, Vicki. Um, Vicki, I'm writing Todos Medical right now. All right, we're making note of that. Uh, thank you, Vicki, for putting that in there. Again, guys, put your question in, and if, if we don't know the answer to it, uh, we'll uh, do our research throughout the week. Um, let's get to Bianca here. Do you count carrots, uh, raw carrots, as a veggie first? Uh, per the glucose hacks, uh, or are carrots a carb? Uh, she's referring to uh, one of the carb hacks yep. is um, eating your uh, vegetable fiber, vegetables and fiber first um, before your uh, proteins and. Carbs. I count that more as fiber, so I don't think it's going to, you know, affect it. So you don't have to eat that last. So I'm okay on carrots. That's a little bit different. Um, great question, though. So carrots first uh, is okay uh, with the with the carb and glucose hacks. Uh, Anita on Facebook is asking, can you talk about melanotan two safety? Um, melanotan is a uh, peptide, um, and peptides is probably going to be a topic that you guys uh, put in the comments wanting to hear more about. Um, talk to us about this, Doc. Yeah, that's a, that's a peptide, which means it's a string of amino acids. We use a lot of peptides. We use a fair amount of melanotan. It really, it's a sub-Q injection, and you can do it a couple times a week. And when you get out in the sun, you, especially you're going to get a, a deeper tan. Um, it's, it's supposed to be protective against skin cancer because it turns you darker without burning. That's what causes skin cancer is burning of the skin, not tanning the skin. Um, so it's it's pretty cool the way it is. If one thing, if you if you take that and you get a lot of sun, you're going to get dark. Um, the the draw, and so I think it's safe. It's safe. Um, you know, it's very closely related to PT one forty one that we use for women's libido. So there's some crossover there with it. Some people get a little nauseate on the first dose or so. Um, and if you have um, light skin and you have a bunch of fresh. Did you guys lose, Doc? Or was that just me? 
<laughs> this might just be me. Uh, okay. <laughs> okay. Thanks, guys. <laughs> I was thinking maybe it was it was me, or the other one. Moles at May. You may want to. Are we back on? Uh, you're you're slowly getting back on, so you might have to back up a little bit. I think we lost you uh, right around um, when you're talking about uh, freckled uh, people with lots of yeah. freckles. Um, you should be careful if you have a family history of melanoma or yourself have any history of melanoma, you, you shouldn't do it. Um, so you may expect a little bit of nausea on the first dose. Um, and it, it's certainly a lot safer than getting sunburned. Um, it's protective against skin cancer. Um, you're going to get really dark if you get a lot of sun with it. And if you have a lot of freckles or moles on your body, it can make them darker too. And sometimes that can, you know, fool you a little bit when you're checking somebody's skin out for skin cancer. So you have to kind of watch it a little bit, but a lot of people like it a lot. And uh, it's certainly uh, not going to cause cancer, but you just don't want it to hide anything that could already be a skin cancer. So um, before you... Uh, Doc, you're you're frozen again. Um, so hold that thought until we get you back uh, live here. Um, I don't know if that's me or you. But I think it's you. Well, until he gets back, I have to mention that this might be the most embarrassing thing I've ever done on the show. Um, I have messed up. Take it, you know, make sure your skin's looked at. Uh, Doc, you there? Yeah. So, Doc, you got you got to hear me out here. I have I've messed up the Italian and Mexico flags. Lucille is wow, not, Ben. <laughs> Lucille is not in Italy. <laughs> <laughs> it looks yeah, it's so small; it's hard to to tell. Golly, but, uh, Lucille, I'm so sorry. That that literally is the most embarrassing, one of the most embarrassing things I've done on here. Um, I am so sorry. Uh, Lucille has He's in, done a lot of embarrassing things, so that's pretty bad. I, I, yeah, I couldn't tell either. When I looked at it, I, could, I couldn't tell. It's the same colors, just diff different configuration, but we love Mexico we too. Love, we love Mexico and, uh, too, Lucille. Because um, I was especially actually. Especially Playa del Carmen. Oh, that's my favorite. Uh, I was actually thinking because Italy would be uh, very early in the morning right now. Um, so, so Lucille, thank you for, for being with us from Mexico. And, uh, we're going to get back to the Melanotan, uh, safety question. Cause I do want you to go into some of those, um, contraindications, uh, from Melanotan. But while I have you live, let's get to, let's get to Lucille's question. Uh, the question is I'm 69 and starting to notice my little capillaries popping and I'm getting those damn bruises. Looks terrible when I'm trying to make a fashion statement on the pickleball court. I hear you. Um, I'm thinking I may have a vitamin K deficiency. What's your thoughts? Um, you should always take vitamin K. It'll definitely help you. Um, probably more like it that your skin is getting thinner as you age and it bruises easier. I don't know if you're on any kind of blood thinners. Even a baby aspirin a day can do it. Omegas can do it. Vitamin E can do it. Um, so vitamin K is probably not the problem 
Uh, certainly, you should be taking it anyway. I mean, take vitamin uh, D with K, K2 specifically. I like MK7. But, um, you know, you're playing pickleball. That's the most important thing. Um, you know, it's a great game. I love pickleball. Um, so to thicken your skin up, drink a lot of water, take collagen supplements. I, learnt, I love the uh, keto collagen. That's the one I take. Good for your skin, hair, nails, joints, collagen, you know, everything. But, and think about hormones. You know, as a woman becomes estrogen deficient, um, you know, she loses a little bit of the thickness of the skin. So look at your hormone levels. And if you're not taking bioidentical hormones in can, which is most everybody, then look at that and see. So um, that, that kind of happens. Sometimes I think there's a familial tendency to have those two um, as well. So I'm not sure it's vitamin K deficiency, but it could be another supplement or, or medication that you're on. It could be lack of hormones. Um, etc. But very common problem, especially on the arms. Legs, capillaries, arms, bruisings are the, the things I see. But uh, I hope that helps you. Um, Lucille, thank you. Thank you for that question. Uh, man, sorry about the the Italian uh, mishap there. Uh, let's see here. Um, let's get back to this. Can you just go over the Contraindications again for melanotan, th people that you wouldn't want uh, to, that or couldn't put People melanotan. that have a family history of melanoma, if they themselves, of course, have had melanoma, which is the worst form of skin cancer, or um, you have a lot of dark moles you're unsure about, get them checked out before you start it, either by us or a dermatologist. Uh, so that's what I would say. I think it's a safe product, but and it's is protective against skin cancers, but uh, be careful about your family history and your and have a look at your skin beforehand. And, and as you do it, let's see what it's what's going on with it. Even though it'll turn them darker, it's not going to turn those nevus, which is a benign flat mole, into a cancer. It's not going to do it. And uh, Anita, we didn't explain this on melanotan specifically, and Robin does a great job of explaining in detail the the contraindications, who we wouldn't ever do it on, uh, also with skin type, et cetera. So definitely check that out. If you just search for performance medicine, melanotan, that will definitely come up. Um, Lauren, I see you. What's going on? Great to see you. Um, let's see here. Let's get a question. Um, losing my spot here. Uh, Molly, uh, yes. Uh, I, I'm saying yes. This is Digestial and IGY at the same time. Uh, Doc, you have uh, anything else with that? No. It's a good combo. Uh, we like to say that's the best combo for all your digestive needs. Uh, digestial and my, Microbiome Shield. Um, let's get to Anna here. If taking Cognitex, can you please advise if it will interfere with certain medications or supplements? You know, I don't know that any that really will interfere with you know if you're taking another product with phosphatidylcholine phosphatidylserine it may it won't interfere with any of the bacopa products which is another um, uh, kind of cognitive 
supplement that I like. So I just can't think of any contraindications to that. Uh, I certainly take it every day, and I'm taking 32 other vitamins. So uh, it's one of the more important ones as you age. Um, it has pregnenolone in it as well, which is kind of the mother hormone. So I'll, I love Cognitex. Um, you know, so I don't think there's a problem. All right. Let's get to, to Mark's question here. Uh, with renewed focus on depression and mental health in the wake of the suicide of Naomi Judd, what recommendations do you have on dealing with depression and uh, preventing suicide? I know as a, as a family doc, you know, you've dealt, you know, a lot with this, this sort of thing. What's your, what's your thoughts, uh, you know, uh, with, you know, the integrative medicine model and um, how are you looking at depression and well, I mean, depression's an illness, just it's like diabetes is an illness. And sometimes there's a family history. Sometimes um, I mean, anybody can get depressed given the right circumstances. Um, chronic anxiety leads to depression. It needs to be treated. The first thing I would say is talk to somebody. You know, if you have any, so you got to take it seriously. If you have any suicidal ideations or thoughts, um, you need to talk to a professional about it um, and get it treated. Um, you know, there's medications that can help. Um, even, you know, I prefer natural ways if possible, because a lot of times the antidepressants, besides not being greatly effective, um, they have a lot of side effects. Um, I always like to get to the root of the problem. And that doesn't mean laying down on a psychiatrist couch, you know, for your whole lifetime, but it does mean talking to a professional and help, um, you know, work out some things, you know, there's a lot of stress leads to depression, but there can be other things going on with you too. That's why I like to check your hormones and your vitamin levels and make sure your life, you're eating right. Your lifestyle is good. Um, women have more depression and anxiety than men do in general. Um, but, um, yeah, it's a serious problem and it's increasing with this increasingly toxic, stressful world that we live in for sure. Um, and it's a very, very serious problem. Even young kids are getting depressed and, you know, gosh, I think in a certain young age group, it's a leading cause of death, suicide. Mm -hmm. So um very serious you need to talk to a professional for sure and and be open about it it's not something that you should hide or be ashamed about uh, it needs treatment and usually multifactorial treatment um so a great timely question especially with what happened with naomi judd and you know sometimes just out of the blue i was thinking about robin williams mm -hmm. you know uh and some of the, those two individuals had serious illnesses and, you know, medical illnesses that they were dealing with. And uh, I guess they may not have felt there was any way out. So, you know, so well, get treatment. One thing I would point people to is um, the episode we did uh, on Outside the Box with Jamie Winship. We did a... Uh, gosh, it was like an hour, hour and a half long discussion on hope. And, uh, and then we also did one on anxiety. There's two different, uh, episodes. And I really think, uh, 
that he does a great job of, of just breaking down exactly what's happening, um, you know, when you don't have hope uh, or when you're not feeling hope. Um, so uh, I would definitely check that out uh, for anybody who... It's uh, a great podcast. Yeah, I would definitely check great that podcast. out for anyone, anyone. Um, thank you for, for, that, uh, for that question, Mark. Um, Stephen on YouTube asked, do you recommend having the Cleveland bud test every year? Um, yes. Okay. Yep. Yep. And sometimes twice a year, if you have problems, you know, uh, I, I certainly get it twice a year on myself just cause I'm on Medicare. It covers it twice a year. And, uh, it's just great to follow your, you know, all your levels. And I, I like data and that's the best test for data I've ever seen, uh, all in one. Are you really on Medicare? <laughs> Do I look too young or what? Yeah, I fake my age. I'm really just 50. Um, all right, let's yes, I am. I am on Medicare. Um, let's see here. Um, uh, Plus, I get a senior discount going to the movies, too. <laughs> and I know, I know you actually use that. Uh, you're, a, no. you're a huge I need to, Ben. You're, I need to. You're a huge It's hard to make a living. <laughs> uh, let's get to Catherine's here. Uh, question. I recently had a place uh, a place off my face. You all have told me before and I've lost my note. Uh, what is the name of the substance for helping eliminate precancer cells on the face? Uh, 5-FU. 5-fluorouracil. Is that the number five? So five? Five. Five slash FU. Okay. Five um, FU. Yeah. I use it. I use it every January when I blister my skin off, but it really takes the, the precancer stuff off. Not melanoma. That's totally different, but it's a precursor to squamous cell cancers. Um, but yeah, there, there's, you should do that every year at a certain age if you have a lot of sun damage, in my opinion. Um, All right. Thank you for that, Catherine. Um, Lisa asks, is it possible to not have a severe medication allergy until six months after starting it? Uh, what is the best treatment for this? Taking prednisone and antihistamine and it's not working too well. Yeah, I mean, it certainly is. You can take penicillin all your life. Then one day, boom, you get allergic to it for whatever reason, the right circumstances. But yeah, it's usually not on the first dose or so that you get a reaction to it. Um, and it's possible with most any medication, uh, more common with certain ones like penicillin uh, and sulfa drugs, um, foods like shrimp and peanuts and et cetera. Um, yeah, I mean, it's something you might want to see an allergist for and get desensitized to it. Um, prednisone works, but there's a lot of side effects. It's a lifesaver and it's a pain in the butt to, sometimes because it pop your sugars up, make you nervous, can't sleep. And the histamines help. Um, you know, another thing you could try um, besides taking an antihistamine like Zyrtec is taking a mast cell destabilizer like Pepsid, which you think of as being an acid reducer, which it is, but it's also pretty good as well. But, you know, if it's severe, um, you, you probably need to think about desensitization um, uh, so hope that helps you. All right. Thank you for that question, Lisa. Uh, let's see here. Um, let's 
try to find some questions here. Evangeline, I see you're here. Uh, thanks for hanging out, man. Uh, great to see you. Um, let's get to Andy Margaret. Um, I'm 53. What vitamins should I be taking? Also menopausal and taking uh, bioidentical, bioidentical hormones. Good. Why don't you just kind of give the, you know, the fundamentals you would tell a 53-year-old to be taken? You know, if you go to my website, I do have the vitamins I recommend by decade, but certainly D with K, uh, omega-3s, magnesium, uh, some sort of probiotic and do the prebiotics. I like Digest Shield, vitamin C. Um, Let's see, what, what if we favorites? do this? There's so many, okay. Uh, um, let's see if I can hide the, the comment here. Uh, so let's see here. This is... Uh, Gosh, this might be a tad bit dated, uh, but it's in my uh, archive. Uh, she's in the 50-plus. How, how does that look in the 50-plus range, Doc? I like that, yeah. Um, your DHEA, you're probably getting with your bioidentical hormones. Um, and CoQ10 is one of my favorites. Um, so those are the big ones. Um, you know, again... Uh, just depends on your symptoms too. If you're really tired, you may add PQQ to that CoQ10. And I like curcumin. That's one of my favorite supplements because anybody over 50 has probably got some inflammation and joint pain going on, but I really like curcumin a lot. Um, gosh, I, I like mushroom supplements. Uh, there's, there's all kinds of stuff that, that I take and, um, I take even more that's on that's on the list. And so if you had to if you had to I'm putting you on the spot here, if you had to pick four for a fifty plus year old, uh what say between fifty and sixty, what four would you would you pick? D with K, um magnesium, omega threes, and probiotics would probably be my favorites. There's your there's your four right there. Um, all right, let's see here. And if you guys want me to put that up again, just let me know. Uh, well, there we go. <laughs> it, it magically appeared. Uh, we'll put this up uh, kind of throughout the show for, for anyone who has uh, questions about that. Um, all right, let's get to... Um, let's see. So Jordan uh, coming in for Hashimoto's. Cool. Super cool. That's something we see... Uh, uh, a ton of um, let's get to, right. to to Heather's question here uh, Heather asks appreciate you guys in regards to hormone testing can you explain the difference in testing blood versus saliva some research says saliva is more accurate but I'm interested in your view uh, thank you Heather of course is provider down in uh, I believe it's uh, somewhere in Georgia small town I believe Heather yeah. you can correct me if I'm wrong thank you so much for small town out. of Atlanta I think <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's, I don't, I don't think it's Atlanta. Um, I think it's near Atlanta maybe, but um, yeah, you know, if you go to all the meetings, do all the reading, they say saliva is more accurate that more accurately uh, will test uh, tissue levels, but I like to do blood testing. I'm just so used to it. It's definitely more affordable and it's kind of more reliable because your saliva testing a lot of times depends on what you've eaten and when you take it and, I just have a harder time deciphering the information from salivary test. I certainly like, you know, the the um, 
the cortisol curve. I, I, I checked that on a lady today, a four point salivary cortisol curve. Um, but you know, a lot of it's whatever you get used to, you know, supposedly if you're putting creams on the salivary may be a little more accurate interpreted, right. And if you're doing pellets or blood or injections of testosterone or pellets, male or female, the, the blood tests are better. So a lot of it depends on the form of HRT you use, but I've just gotten so used to uh, the blood testing that that's what I use. Sometimes if patient wants it, I'll certainly do it. Sometimes I'll compare them, but um, it's interesting. It, you know, if you go to a lot of the conferences and do a lot of the research, they're going to say salivary if you're on creams, but uh, you know, I certainly get a lot of good information about everything doing a blood test. All Great right. Question. Thank you for that question, Heather. Um, let's see here from Aram. Uh, YouTube keeps stopping you guys. I don't know what the deal is, man. Uh, hopefully, hopefully we're we're up and live and, and doing okay. Uh, the question is, what's the benefits of benfodiamine? Um, yeah, thiamine. That's just the best form of thiamine. Vitamin B one. Um, of course, if you drink alcohol, it's good to have it on board. Um, it gets depleted, but it's great for energy. It's great for aging. Um, it's one of those B vitamins that I think's really kind of essential. It's, you know, a B complex vitamin should have it in it. Some people I'll put them on that uh, entirely. Even sometimes I'll give them a shot of thiamine if I think they're abusing alcohol. Um, I hope you two didn't start stopping you guys. Did I mention something tonight about COVID or something? Or? I don't think so. I, I don't think so. Uh, but hopefully, hopefully we're live. Uh, so ben, well, ben, maybe we can start tweeting when Elon Musk takes over Twitter. Maybe we can get on that and speak <laughs> our minds freely. But until then, we may be censored a little bit for, you know, for uh, talking freely. I don't think we're talking about anything too radical, to be honest I with don't you, think but, so. Um, yeah, I didn't know YouTube. We need, we need more YouTube subscribers. That will help. <laughs> yes. All your friends, get them to sign up to our to our YouTube channel, we're really close to 10,000 yeah. subscribers. And that, once we get a little bit more traction there, I don't think they're going to be able to do that. But um, I, I don't know about you. Ben follows it. I don't. I just talk. You know, I don't follow the stats or when we get kicked off, you know, of YouTube or Facebook. I don't know. Uh, uh, well, well, hopefully, uh, hopefully the, the channel keeps growing, guys. Tell, tell your friends. Tell your friends about the, the YouTube channel of, a, of an integrative medical practice. Um, I want to get to D-Lynn's question. Um, is the 5-FU good if you're atypical? I had a basal cell several years ago on my nose, and just a couple years ago had a mole taken off and was told I'm atypical. Can you tell us what atypical means? I think it's an atypical cell type is one that's a little bit more less differentiated, worse, but um, there's well differentiated, there's less differentiated. Um, in other words, when you look at it on the microscope, it looks a little more funky and weird, but um, atypical, I think you mean, it's not type A, tip, I think it's all one word. Okay. Small atypical is what I think it is, what I think she's talking about. Um, in other words, it wasn't a normal, easy to cure basal cell carcinoma it may be one that is more likely to kind of 
spread. Basil cells usually don't spread very far. Now they can eat your whole nose off if you don't get them taken off. But um, uh, so I think a typical meaning uh, a little bit worse than your typical type of uh, cell type with a cancer. Uh, that's what I think it means. I'd have to look at your pathology report. Um, it's nothing I'd freak out over at all, but certainly if I'm thinking that's anywhere near what I'm thinking, that it's just a little bit uh, uh, maybe worse variant of... So changing cells. Yeah, changing cells. That's a good... That's a good so it's not your typical. It's atypical. means not typical. So um, a little bit worse of a pathology, but sometimes that means that you just need to be real vigilant about looking at all your moles and getting them taken care of before they morph into something uh, worse. So D-Lin, that's a good, that's a good description of it. So is five, is five FU okay for, for them to take? Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's five FU is not great for basal cells. It's really for actinic keratosis, which is a precursor to squamous cell cancers, which are worse. Basal cells, the best type of skin cancer you can have because it's curable. You can even freeze them off. Some of them do respond to 5-FU. You just have to keep an eye on them and, and uh, look. I mean, sometimes, you know, you may have had the Mohs chemo surgery where they, the dermatologist will take a piece of it, look under the microscope, and, and get so they get the edges off. They get the whole thing. Um, I've had several family members who have had this done especially if, if it's on the nose or someplace that, uh, you know, you don't want to leave a big gaping hole there. But um, so it's, you're probably somebody that needs to see a dermatologist on a routine basis, maybe yearly or so. All right. Let's get to, this is um, pretty relevant to, to what we put out today. So I'll let you answer this real quickly for Mark. Uh, restoring, uh, restoring NO bioavailability, NO meaning nitric oxide, may have the potential to be a preventative or early treatment op option for COVID-19. What are your recommendations for restoring nitric oxide? What I got from uh, the common sense was uh, beetroot juice um, and a couple of supplements. What is that kind of what, what, do you, what you think Mark is saying with restoring? Yeah. I mean, I, I like the CERT too. Um, uh supplement and there's also one from berkeley labs it's a really good um, I, t I talk about it today on the today's note so look at that and yeah i mean it's it's a good treatment for covid um kind of like when we talked about methylene blue it, it really makes oxygen more available um so um l-citrulline beetroot's probably the most potent than l-citrulline l-arginine it's not as good as L-citrulline if you just want to take one of them. But, um, but look up the CERT-2 and the Berkeley Lab. Um, Berkeley Life. And not Berkeley Life um, uh, replacement for nitric oxide. Uh, but yeah, great, great question. So, and there's other things that you need along with it, like antioxidants, vitamin C. Um, some of those kind of help it work better. Uh, magnesium is another one. They usually include a little bit with that in there. But uh, yeah, um, nitric oxide is important as um, you age. 
All right, so we're going to do just a, a few more minutes here. Let's try to go rapid fire, Doc, and, and get as many as we can in. Uh, Bianca asked dosage on the omega-3s. Uh, do you have that top of mind? Yeah, I like a 1,000 milligram three times a day if you can get it in. It's sometimes hard for me to get three of them in a day because I space them out, so at least two a day. Um, a 1,000 milligrams so two a day. Three times a day, optimal. If you've had long COVID, I'll I put you on four a day. Um, so, um, and I love the orthomolecular, uh, omega threes. It's just pure. I, lo I love it. That's what I take. I put two patients on it today. So I like the orthomolecular product there. All right. Let's get to, to Lisa has a quick turmeric, uh, curcumin question. Uh, turmeric curcumin 500 MGL started for the first time two weeks ago, causing a little GI rumbles. Is that the correct dosage or too much daily? No, I mean, that's not too much. I, I take more than that. But, yeah, it can cause a little rumbling in your stomach until you get used to it. Um, but, yeah, I love curcumin. Um, really helps my joints. It helps your brain. It's, it's a great anti-aging drug. But stick with it. It'll get better. All right, my brother Steve. Um, I recently started taking bergamot, niacin, and garlic to lower my bad cholesterol. I can't take statin. Are you familiar with this collection of supplements for this? Sure. Yeah, they're all great for that. I mean, you know, I use them all. Garlic's probably the number one supplement for overall health and aging people. Um, it lowers your blood pressure. It helps prevent cancer. Um, it helps lower your cholesterol. Um, niacin is vitamin B3. Uh, it's great for reducing cholesterol more naturally. It increases your HDL, which the statins don't do. Sometimes it flushes you, so you got to start out real slow and be aware. A lot of people go out and buy niacin, 500 milligrams, and they immediately take it. Mm -hmm. They go to the emergency and think they're having an allergic reaction, but they're not. It's just flushing you. So I recommend, and I order specifically 100 milligram. Uh, tablets and I'll uh, increase it by 100 milligrams every four nights and have you take it with a, a baby aspirin and sleep through it. And by the time you get to up to a gram, some people can tolerate two grams of it. Uh, but I love niacin. I like it better than statins for for most people. Bergamot is one of those great supplements that protects your heart, lowers your cholesterol, helps your uh, blood pressure. So that is a good combo, Steve very good combo you've been doing your homework all right thank you for that steve and let's get um let's get alice's question here on uh thyroid I'll, I'll make this quick i wanted to add to my question i was advised two years ago to have my thyroid removed because the nodule that is now two centimeters was a very large four centimeters along with other smaller nodules about 1.5 uh, a year and a half ago i had a fine needle aspiration done which the doctor drained at 16 mls of fluid off the large nodule has remained in the two centimeter range do you think i need to remove my thyroid or are there ways to help without having it removed um yeah sometimes you can get on a thyroid supplement that will shrink it down i don't necessarily think you need it removed if it's stable and hasn't you know they're not worried about it being cancer obviously you had it biopsied so it's not cancer you know, if it bothers your swallowing or is big enough to where it's noticeable that you don't like it, um, or if they're worried about it turning into cancer, uh, which I don't think they are, then you could consider it. Um, I'd like to look at your 
um, thyroid function test to see if you may, uh, we can maybe shrink the size of it down with little uh, natural thyroid medications um, and, and check some antibodies to your thyroid and kind of see where you stand. There's no doubt that they can get smaller with thyroid supplements, uh, but um, it's, that's all kind of individualized. I'd love to look at your look at your stuff. So, so. T3 levels are showing elevated. Did I change your answer at all? Well, maybe you may, I don't know if you're on a supplement or not, or what your antibodies look like. Um, you know, you may be getting a little bit of a hyperactive thyroid, uh, which is a different animal. Um, they can do, th if you have a hyperthyroidism, there are certainly uh, medications. Uh, Methamazole is the main one that they that they do to, to keep that down a little bit. Um, you know, I don't recommend the radiate radioactive iodine treatment. I'm really not big on that. I know some of the endocrinologists are, um, it just depends, you know, you can just watch it and see how, how much it changes. And if, you know, if, if you're bothered by it or symptomatic, you know, I would take surgery over over radioactive iodine if you're hyperthyroid. My brother and dad used to take them out a lot. They were probably the surgeons around this area that took out more thyroids than about anybody. But um, then certainly you're going to have to have thyroid replacement the rest of your life. But um, so it's, it's going to be individuals. It's hard to say based on what I'm looking at here. So, uh, so she's not on supplements. T4 and TSH is normal. Um, what we need to do, we probably need to um, do a, another deep dive on, on thyroid uh, on, a, on a common sense with just all the, the tests you need to run because I know you have, I know you see this uh, all the time. Uh, so, so, Alice, hopefully, yeah. hopefully that helps you a little bit um, uh, with, with your, your thyroid question. I want to put this up here for Doc. Um, our man, Alex Jordan, is here. Uh, hey, you know, Alex, I've been wondering about you. You know, I didn't get to Alex. Was, said, huh? Alex was in Kingsport for a while, and and I didn't get to uh, connect with him. Alex, of course, is a a very old friend of ours, and and uh, a very soon to be uh, PA, I believe. Uh, yeah, very, he very finishes soon. up this year. He's going to be amazing as a PA or anything he does. I think he's in San Antonio or maybe near Houston now. Um, you know, he's got a wonderful family and he's going to have a great career. Um, I'm glad that we were thinking about calling you the other night, uh, Alex, just to see how you're doing. We'll talk soon. I hope you're doing great. And if you get back in this area, we all want to meet up probably for your graduation. So um, that's awesome. Hope you're doing great. Alex, so good to, to have you in here, man. Hopefully uh, when you're back in, in Knoxville, we'll have to have to get together. I'd love to connect. Um, Mark, uh, yes, Viapure is in uh, all the offices uh, now. So you yeah. can mm -hmm. you can find that in uh in the uh, offices, I believe you're. I believe you go to Kingsport. Um, yeah, we we've just got some in. It's it's that is the best cream that I've seen. People just seem to love it. So yeah. So, um, yeah. All right, guys. Well, that's gonna do it for tonight. Uh, man, uh, we really appreciate uh, you guys hanging out. Um, I think uh, based on what I'm hearing, Common Sense MD episodes on maybe garlic, uh, maybe thyroid. If you guys have. Um, if you guys have suggestions, put those in, uh, in the comments for us. Uh, we're going to kind of plan out, 
uh, our content for the next couple of, of months for the Common Sense MD show, as well as the Explain This uh, episodes on Outside the Box. Uh, Doc, man, I appreciate the time tonight. Thanks, man. It's been fun. Um, guys, Have go subscri- subscribe to the YouTube channel. Um, we're going to be putting out stuff here in the next couple of days. Um, if you did not get uh, Performance Weekly today at 1230, um, you can sign up for that on our website, performancemedicine.net. Uh, that basically curates all of the content that Dr. Rogers, Robin Riddle, Andy Rogers, Jill Henritzi, the whole crew, all the all all their content goes out. And, Fran and, Wilson. That's right, know, Fran. Fran. We got the the whole crew in there. So, as critique, critique. Gosh, we got a whole great great crew of people. We got the the whole crew in there. So be sure to check that out, uh, guys. Thank you so much, Doc. Thank you. We love thank all you, of man. you. Uh, we'll be back Tuesday evening. At 7 o'clock, I, I was supposed to ask if you guys want 8. Um, let us know in the comments if you're cool with the 7 p.m. show or if you'd rather us push back to 8. Uh, As mentioned, during the summer, we may want to push back to 8 if you'd rather so you can get your exercise and chill out before settling in for the night. But we're going to do whatever you all want to do. So vote on it, 7 or 8. You know, We'll take your majority of, of opinion. Uh, if you guys uh, want it at eight, let us know, and we'll we'll make adjustments. Um, if if you like it at seven, let us know. We're going to keep it. We'll see. We'll see how many Democrats and Republicans we have, and we'll vote it. If it's fifty-fifty, we'll send it to the Speaker of the House to break the tie. Okay. Right. And Ben, you're the Speaker of the House. I'll make the. No, let's make Katie the Speaker of the House. Uh, we'll okay? we'll have we'll have Katie. Katie, you guys. Katie decide the final decision. Uh, Molly saying seven. Um, so Katie will have final say, uh, if it's a tie, if it's overwhelming, uh, man, oh gosh, we're already at a 50, 50 tie doc. Um, eight, please. we got, okay. we got Heather, Heather wants eight. She's in Cornelia, Cornelia, Georgia, uh, outside okay. of Atlanta. Um, so we might, we might have to have to push it back. We'll see. Um, we will guys, if we, we'll, if we get the eight o'clock slot. I may even play my new song on my guitar for the audience. So with the eight o'clock show, there might be more entertainment. Yeah, by that time my fingers are loosened up and I'm and I'm starting to play some Led Zeppelin things on my guitar, so that's possible. <laughs> uh, so Kate, Katie wants to wants to get her bike ride in. Um, let's see, <laughs> Robin wants seven. We, we might it might come down to a tie. Yeah, uh, maybe very close. You know. Evangeline just wants us to go longer. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, Evangeline guys. looks like you enjoy the guitar playing. Evangeline wants the guitar mm-hmm. playing, the entertainment. Um, all right, we're gonna we're gonna call it a night. Thank you guys for hanging out with us. Uh, we'll see you uh, next Tuesday. Uh, it'll be either seven o'clock or eight o'clock. We'll give out the uh, we'll give out the rem- reminder to everybody. Uh, sign up for the weekly if you want that in your email. Uh, we love you, Doc, Dad. Love you, man. Thanks, Ben. Don't go away. Thanks, guys, for listening to this episode of the podcast. Uh, Please share the podcast with your friends. And if you haven't subscribed yet, please subscribe. Uh, We will see you guys next time.